God knows what's gonna happen today. I mean, we're already fighting. What's his name? Maybe. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Maybe Who's not. that fighting? Last time I we had we we never even rode for initiative last time. Why are you trying to fight someone? He called you friend. Plus, so far, Laos has been hey. just. Hey, no friend fly. would take my memories. No, no friend would take our memories away from us. You, well, you have not listened to the Adventure Zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the wrong decision, but I still stand, Lucretia. God damn it! Boilers. Nobody that's gonna hear this is gonna be like, "Oh man, I can't believe they spoiled another podcast." John, this is why you get videos made of you of people hating on you. By the way, I had the luxury of that happening to me the other day, Donovan. What? Somebody made a video about me, and it's great, because I finally got somebody to fucking hate me. Because I said the, the you would think, uncontroversial opinion that it's not okay to because steal. John is pro-communist. That's not what I said. I said, I'm pretty anti-capitalist, uh, but I also think that it's wrong to steal from people. So, like... You know, apparently some people think that's wrong. Okay, from people is wrong. From corporations, it's fine. I don't want to get. I don't want to get into it. I'm gonna text you about it later. I don't want because David is recording me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut this out. I mean, you already got bullied. Uh, you got. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine who, with someone trying to chew me out on mine. <laughs> you just butt hurt someone, and uh, maybe this is the first time they ever experienced being butt hurt. Uh, maybe they Look, are gonna I enjoy feel, it. I only feel bad about it. Continue feeling that, but I only hurt. feel bad about it because I got called a bootlicker. That's really the only reason I got pissed off about it. Well, John, mm-hmm. how many boots have you licked? Uh, I, the only company I will ever simp is Nintendo. Fuck off, everybody else. <laughs> maybe he thought you actually did lick bo- boots, though. Um, that's that's slightly less disgusting, but sure. I just take it like that. Maybe he thinks you literally do lick boots. Uh, everyone ready? Ready to ready to kill somebody? Um, I'm why, ready to kill somebody. I want to go into a murder spree. I, I don't understand. Would you say that John Wick went on a murder spree? <laughs> I realize. Uh, no, I understand oh that. I understand when he went on a murder spree because they killed his doggo. You kill man's doggo, all rules are off. Okay? There's no laws in the world that can contain. Someone who has lost their doggo due to violence. Ah, my hand. See what I mean? My, I mean, my doggo! Can we officially so, say uh, uh, the thing we say when we start? Or Welcome back to the Infinite Adventures podcast. How is everyone doing today? Everyone having a lovely day? I mean, I just woke up before we started doing this, so I guess. So your day just started. Have a great morning. Hopefully you had the most important meal of the day. Hard, a liquor, and an omelet. I technically had that last night, yes. Hard, liquor, and an omelet. Uh, none of those really sound very nice. Um, it's really not I, good on your stomach. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I like eggs. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. A nice... Fried egg, pretty good. Scrambled egg, pretty good. When it's in an omelet style, though, I don't, I don't, I will pass on that. I don't know why. I I have to disagree with you, David. I I like yes. omelets. 
Well, I mean, everyone everyone's allowed to their opinion, even if it's a wrong opinion. David, has David, right David, 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 David. I try my best not to incite political violence on this podcast. I will say right now that people who do not like omelets deserve death. <laughs> I don't like fluffy omelets. I like folded uh, omelets. Okay, so you're an omelet centrist. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I like uh, I like sunny side omelets. Well, I think everyone that plays human in any fantasy role playing game should go burn in hell. But I mean, I uh, mean, if we want to get into political ideologies, human fighters pretty fucking centrist. <laughs> <laughs> um, like like I said, everyone is allowed to their opinion, no matter how wrong it is. So. By the way, in one of the other campaigns I'm in, for the first time, like, ever, I'm playing a human. Uh, my mantra in any fantasy game, and I've already explained this so many times to John, is that you play fantasy games to be something you are not. Uh, yes, you are not a fighter, or a wizard, or a sorcerer, or a ranger, or any one of those fantastical classes. But what you are is a human. Are you assuming his species? Damn right, I'm assuming. I could species. be a dragonkin. You don't know if that. If you could, if you could ever have a chance to be John Wick, would you take that chance? Uh, no, because I'm against killing. My answer is no, because his dogs keep dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna steal that answer. I'm gonna go with. I want to go with yes because I at least want to know what it's like to be Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not gonna be Keanu Reeves. You're gonna be John Wick. Fair point. Fair point. Hey, uh, side note. Did you know that there's actually an, uh, a tabletop RPG about playing a uh, uh, an actor in an action movie? I don't know why it exists, but it exists. There are some levels of some levels of playing there. You're playing an actor playing a character. You're playing while you're playing in a play. Yes, sir. It's all imaginary all the way down. You can do that in Pathfinder. Just play a. Um... Oh, I thought you were just. You're not playing at that bar. point. It's just real. <laughs> you're playing a vigilante, so you're playing two characters. You're playing a character that's playing another character. Kind of. I mean, I could just do that, or I could do the Robert Downey Jr. approach and just play a human and just paint him green. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of that. Let's get right into it. Um, everyone remember where we last left off? Anyone? Yeah, we had walked upstairs. Can recall and what happened when we, we last met left off? a guy. I know it's really hard for you to remember some a stuff. A very in oh, interesting no, guy. This is easy. All we gotta do is kill this whore because this fucking bitch <laughs> owes me money, and by money <laughs> I mean my memories. <laughs> <laughs> he just he, he okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> Um, you guys, after a long, uh, tremendous battle two episodes ago, decide to go ahead and perform this uh, dream e excursion ritual. I think that is the name, and I think I told you that was the name of it. Uh, after performing the ritual, you guys reawaken here, uh, not with Anya this time, but with your new friend, uh Brackish, correct? Yeah, Brackish. Brackish the plant uh, mat. Uh, you guys cowardly avoid going into rooms like the cowards you guys are. Um, by the way, I will say that all your perception checks 
did not tell you whether there was items in the room. They only told you if there were some people in the room. So if there were any items in those rooms, you guys would not have found them because I did not choose to go into any of these rooms. Um, so there is that. Uh, nonetheless, you guys, uh, you guys stealthily, big quotes on that word, uh, search the Lost Caravansary, uh, all, uh, all of the first floor, when you get to a point where you see a room that has staircase leading to the second floor. Um, with a perception check, I think it was Nestle, if I'm not mistaken, that made the perception check to hear the sounds of ruffling paper coming from the top of the stairs. Uh, you guys think you are so smart with your visibility, not being able to get caught. Uh, your good friend Brackish made a little bit too much sound on his so way sneaky. up the stairs. That alerted the person upstairs. You guys slowly, one by one, reveal yourself. And uh, Brackish would have not noticed or known this man, which is why maybe he wouldn't be able to warn you as you walk up. But as soon as Assad, you you step onto the second floor and turn to see this man, and then right behind you, Nestle, you step onto the second floor and turn to see this man. You see a very, very familiar man, which um, I think uh, I said you saw a painting of him in his mansion on the second floor. I even showed you like his full art he does look a little bit different okay and the other ones he was wearing a lot of fur and black and gray colors here he's wearing a very elegant in a uh, elegant attire everything almost kind of made out of silk i'll go ahead and enlarge this all in yellow uh, basically oh you said so basically elegant. he I went from being like a furry bitch. boy to a fancy boy <laughs> Uh, he was already a fancy boy. It's just that he hid it under all those furs. Um, but yeah, again, very elegant. And it is elegant. Compared to the clothes you're wearing, Assad, it is elegant. Uh, elegant yellow silk. Uh, a nice little silk cape. Uh, I don't know if there's there's a proper name for that uh, kind of cape attire. No, no, cape is the right thing. But, uh, but yeah, you see him wearing that nice long yellow cape. More like bitch coat. Someone sounds sour. I am sour. But, oh, you should be a little bit nicer to a guy that just uh, basically called you a friend. But yeah, you see Count Hasterton Laos the fourth as you guys walk up and he greets you with a great shout of, oh, my good friend. But yeah, Assad, Nestle, you walk up and you see this man that you have come to know as the one man that has caused so many problems in your life. Um, I am going to jab um nestle in the uh in the chest really quick with my elbow. Um, uh, I realize I can't. I, I guess on the way up, and I hear him, and I see him. I jab uh like I n I say jab nudge, nestle, and I go uh I look at Lowell's and I look back at nestle really quick and I go, I I'm sorry. Who are you? Wait, is this, are this two different questions? I think it was he you? was finishing my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were asking him who, as in who, what friends, 
And then Nestle just kind of assumed that you were asking, who are you? Yeah, that's basically what happened. <laughs> Brackish is just confused. Uh, okay, you confused me for, for a minute. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, not okay. So not really understanding what question was asked. All right, hold on. He, Let me rephrase this. He turns and goes like, "Um, I'm sorry. I, is this two different questions you're asking, or is it one question that you are asking?" I'm so sorry. I was caught off guard. Um, who are you exactly? Hmm. You see, I seem to have forgotten um uh, a lot about myself, and I'm in trying to piece things together and I'm just confused as to... Give me a bluff check. I mean, I'm not lying. I mean, he's not lying. <laughs> You're not lying. You know who this guy is. Roll it, John. I just literally gave him a description I know you of you Oh, shit. I rolled a nine. <laughs> I think you're hiding something for some reason that I do not know of. Oh, but... I, I'm sorry. Uh, should I scooch out of the way? Maybe you can't see uh, my blue friend here. I said, who are you? Are you also pretending like you don't know him? Because if you are, I need a bluff check. <laughs> Brackish is the only one who doesn't need a bluff check for that, because he legitimately doesn't know who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> you better fucking give... You're supposed to be good at... Oh, no, wait, no not now bluffing, no. <laughs> is it supposed to be a fun game that we're playing? Pretend not to know people? We did lose our memories. Brackish is just gonna be like, I honestly don't know who you are. I thought you had a voice. You had a. I do. Give me a minute. <laughs> I just woke up like thirty minutes ago, dude. I actually do not know who you are. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what sweet, sweet money right there. I'm listening to. Goes, <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, of course you would not know who I am. I myself do not know who you are. I don't recall ever seeing you in my past life since you did kind of intrude into my uh, humble abode here. Uh, what is your name if you do not mind giving it first? You may call me Brackish. Oh, Brackish. Such a powerful name. Well, mine is a bit Bitch. confusing. You may... You may call me by my title. Here in this caravansary, I am known as the King in Yellow. Can I just say real quick, Assad would just not know what that means, but John is going, Ah! Brackish doesn't know what that means. Donovan is going, Oh, fucking hell. Uh, yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> Meanwhile, Anya, back on the boat, is just... I feel a disturbance. <laughs> Wait, I have knowledge religion. Can I do knowledge religion? We can all do knowledge religion. I can't, because I don't have any training in it. Oh, I, I do. Guess, I, I did it specifically so I could uh, hit haunts. Ah, there we go. Thank you, Nestle. Where was this roll when I needed it? <laughs> here! It's here! It's good! It's good! Uh, you do get some extra bonuses because you've had read some of the books... Uh, that relate to the occult and the world behind it. Um, I will say with your just with the normal twenty-three that you rolled, plus any any extra bonuses, which may consist of another plus four plus six. I can't remember on top of my head. Um, I'll let you have it with um, 
if you just by looking at him you don't see anything that resembles uh the hog symbol of haster and you know that haster is the one who is known to be the yellow king or the king in yellow so um you do not think that this being is the god known as haster which like i said is the one who is known as to be the yellow king because uh because we're still alive and sane i mean don don would know that <laughs> yes uh you guys may not really know you know that his presence brings much power and uh you don't think you'll be easily you 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 would easily be able to stand in a room to have a conversation with him so whether this is haster the king in yellow no nestle steps forward all unpleasant trees aside like to ask you why did you sacrifice our memories uh he's like pondering the question in a sense thinking he gestures to uh some some chairs and he goes like let's let's not have this conversation on our feet please uh if you would be so kind you can have a seat if you like as as he takes a seat well i am trusting you won't uh you won't kill us so shall take the seat. Brackish will uh, also sit. Asad will stand next to his chair. Oh, wait, would Asad put his hand on the chair? The top of I'll the chair? I'll lean on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, he takes a second to uh, kind of wait for you to sit down. He's like <clears throat> just staring at you. Yeah. Like, um, he might want to stand on his feet for this one. Yeah, if you don't mind, I am. Um, I got some some uh, kinks I'm trying to work out. That's understandable. I just maybe a long conversation that we have. I didn't want you to get tired on your feet. If he needs it, he'll um, sit down. By the way, uh, the guy that's in the front, he, uh, who is he? What man do you speak of? Uh, Rasputin. Or, well, he calls himself that. I don't know if that's his name. It's likely not. He struggled trying to remember his own name. He said he's been down here for too long. He calls himself a merchant, I believe. We talked to him, and then he just turned on us. Oh, you don't need to trouble yourself with him. Let him be where he's at. That is where he can only be, so don't, don't go looking into his stuff. He's a very, very dangerous man. Or he was. I'm not sure what he is. Nonetheless, uh, if uh, you're going to choose to stand, I'll get to your question. You asked why I took your No, I know memories? why you took our memories, but what I want to know is why us? Well, I want to clarify something for you. I did no such thing. I did not take anyone's memories. Then who did? Like I said, it's a little bit tricky. I, um, I, uh, uh, you, you see, it's odd, like, he is struggling, like, his, his hands are, like, fidgeting and stuff, as he's, uh, kind of irritated and just kind of standing in the, 
he's standing as still as he can. And then um, he looks at Lalsy and he's like, I think it's kind of an easy question to answer. I don't understand what you mean by it. It's a tough thing to say. Like, you understand the implications of what you have done, right? Like, you, no sane person just does something like that. Asad, Asad, I, like I said, I did not do anything to you or Nestle. Somebody's doing a really good job framing you then, if that's the case. Because everything keeps on pointing back to you. Asad, I, I think you really need to take a seat. Okay, okay, okay. How about this? Why are you here? Why are you not back? Wherever we were earlier. I think it was Thrushmore. You've abandoned your people in Thrushmore for one. There's that. Now you're doing whatever this is. This excursion that you're on. This is what I mean when it's confusing. Okay? It, I've never been to Thrushmore. Laos, you're not making sense. Never been My to Thrushmore. My name huh? isn't Laos. My name is the Yellow King. Gonna go ahead and do a uh, quick insight here. Yeah. All right. Well, I give a, uh, sense motive. Sorry. Here's a sense motive. They're, they're, they translate. Twenty three. Oh, yeah, oh, that was you. Fuck. Oh, I didn't throw out mine. Yet. Oh. Every time I roll high, it turns out it was one of you yahoos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually behind Don. So. Uh, Nestle and uh. Um, Brackish, you know he's telling the truth. Yeah, you feel like he's being honest. Okay. That he does not think he. It's not that he's hiding anything from you. He's being as sincere as he as he can. He believes he is not Laos. He believes that he is this yellow king. How about this? Uh, how do you know us? That is where things get interesting. See, I was once this man you speak of, Laos. Something happened. Something I don't quite understand happened to and in response I was formed. You're telling me that you were once him, but now you're not. In a sense, the reason I know you, you, Asad, Nestle, and uh, if I'm correct, there was a third one, wasn't there? Uh, Karagor, if I'm correct. Uh -huh. when, I'm, when, I, when I told you that I did not take your memories, I was not the one responsible for taking your memories. That was Laos. Oh my god. God. That is not me. See, I don't quite remember everything. Everything is in pieces. That's a puzzle funny. piece that has no shape to it, so it's kind of hard to piece them together. See, I know Laos took you to took you to see this the mad poet, if I am not mistaken. He did give your mind your memories to him but uh, he gave your minds to him for information and uh, the information that Laos got was a bit too much for him to handle and uh, his mind has shattered once he left this dream world he left a piece of him behind 
And that is what you see here in front of you. Oh my god, this is ah. the real Laos. So oh, you are a goodness. you are a fragment of this Lauster. I want to say more than that. Hmm. You started as one, though, yes? That is what you would probably consider me, yes, but I consider myself more than just a, a memory fragment of Laos. I consider myself a king. <laughs> <laughs> That's in character. <laughs> oh, I, I, mine's out of character. <laughs> Brent is oh, just kind oh. of looking over to Assad. This is a little rude. Oh, no, Brackish, I don't know. Look, I know this is very hard for you to, to process because you haven't been involved with this uh, as much as we have. But this man over here, he deserves no respect. He is not a king. He is a simple piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he just told us he's not even a complete form person. He's just a memory of someone. Just a sliver of them, a fragment, a splinter, a nothing. Sad, sad. That's what you left behind to us. We're fragments of ourselves, but this is all we have. I am not Laos. I do hold his memories, though. Fragments, like I said, but I still see a lot of what he left. And to call me trash knowing what you did? That's, uh, that's a bit unfair in my eyes. Are you referring to Hershey? I mean, we, we've, me and Metzl have already talked about this. We've already resolved this. I don't know what you're talking about a Hershey. If that was another poor innocent that suffered in your hands, I, I guess you can add them to the list. From my boss, and I was doing it to help my family, and I understand that if I did something wrong, that that's on me, yes, whatever, blah blah blah, but your what, what I'm doing is not destroying like, towns and reality itself. That's what you're doing. I am a simple human person who's affecting other human beings. You're trying to do way more than that. Do you not understand that what you're doing is much, much worse? Infinitesimal is the wrong word. Infinitely more than what we're doing. I don't know how sitting in this room is doing anything of that sort. Your mere existence is a sin against our entire Asad, world. Brackish, if you don't mind, I am being very reserved right now. I am trying very hard not to murder this man. Because I promised somebody that I would not just flat out assassinate him because... He, I, he has hurt me and everyone that I know, and I'm just trying to not just snap at him. Asad, he is not lying when he says that he is not Laos. When I woke up, I wasn't even Asad. I was Punch. You see him laughing. <laughs> that does fit your 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 personality. Uh, you don't watch your mouth. It's about to be stab. <sighs> Brackish rubs his face. Just kind of... Uh, trying to be diplomatic here. <laughs> Aside, please. Uh, he is not who we're looking for. But, remember, he can lead us towards the guy. Or point us in the right direction, at least. Ness, uh, he tries to just quiet down and he's just gonna chill for a second, or at least try. He's just gonna, like, shake over here in the corner that he's in. 
with the comments I am sharing with you, Asad, is not meant to rile you up in any means. I do have Walsh's memories, few of them, but they are his. I know what each and every one of you did, to a small sense. And I tell you this not to get you angry, but for you to understand that I am not him. And you cannot blame the stuff he has done on me. I'm just a being living in this world I am stuck in. I understand your rage, I understand where the anger is coming from. But I do ask to just take some breaths. Your friends here are speaking truth. I am not lying. I am not this louse you speak of. I may look like him. I may sound like him. But I am not him. I'm a new man. A new being. Like your friend here said. Nestle. If you want help, I can help you. I want... I wish no ill will amongst us. For what my counterpart has done to you. You say you lost your memories, and I do recall that moment. While a bit, a bit foggy, I do recall the moment that Laos ducked your head under the water. I myself feel truly horrible for what he did to you. Whether you want to believe me or not, that is on you, Asad. I hope you nestle understand that this is coming from my heart i i truly feel sorry for you but be grateful he did not kill you you find yourself back to where it all started this caravansary to be honest i never thought i'll see your faces again and when i saw your face pop from that staircase Asad, i was filled with joy because I knew you still lived. And with you alive, that is one step closer to regaining your memories. Isn't that what you want? I, uh, that is what I want. Before I go any further, I, I'd like to know something. That is fair. You may ask any question, and I'll try the hardest I can to answer them. Why do you consider us your friends? Because you're the only memories I have. That is some bullshit. We knew Karagor when we woke up and we found out that he was, he, he was, we knew him beforehand and then we found out he was a piece of shit. Just because you know us doesn't mean we're your friends. Rekas is just, who is this Karagor? He is a backstabbing motherfucker who, just, don't worry about him. He's not important. Karagor was a character. I will not disagree with you. The only memories I have are really with y'all, so I really truly consider you a friend, and hopefully one day you would see me as one as well. Perhaps. A great friend. Another question I have for you. Is the Mad Poet, well not here, but in this area, but he is around here, correct? Is he, if you're, if what you're asking is the mad poet in this caravansary, no, he is not. He is a, uh, a being that has secluded himself. He doesn't really like company. Uh, if you're lucky and you visit his home, 
he will ignore you. Worst case scenario, he kills you before you even lays eye on his home. He's that guy who stands with a shotgun outside his house. <laughs> <clears throat> Out of character, that is actually somewhat appropriate, so. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's a sniper rifle and he's on top of a hill. <laughs> so, so, no, he is not here. He lives out in an oasis far, far from this caravansary. If uh, direction is what you want, I have the memories of how to find it. But like I said, he doesn't like guests, so to speak with him, you need gifts. I do remember that. Before you... Well, before you're eternally stuck here, I'd like to ask you. Did He has the Necronomicon, correct? He does carry a book. Quite remember that much details beyond your memories being sacrificed to him. Something happened in that instance that caused the split to happen. I was basically deconstructed from that whole made one separate beyond that point I don't recall anything else that is what brings me to this point that the same thing that happened to me has happened to y'all you guys have been basically deconstructed your memories, your yourself have been separated in a different way. Wait. And so you're saying that there's fragments of us somewhere around here too? Like I said, it's different. What happened to me happened because of Laos's greed. What happened to you was because of the mad poet but same process different results you've guys been deconstructed and all you need to do is just reconstruct yourself so if we find the the pieces that were taken from them they can ha gain their memories back couldn't say it better myself but for that we likely need to go into the domain of this mad poet and that is where the tricky part comes from, isn't it? I can recall the steps to get us there. All you need is to provide the gifts, if you wish to speak with them. I don't quite remember the gifts that was needed or how many of them were needed to speak with them, but I do remember Loss writing them down. Probably somewhere in his journal, in his books, I can't really recall them. But if you guys find the gifts, you can find the poet. Finding the poet, you find your memories. Brackish looks to the two beside him. Which, by the way, this is the first Brackish is hearing about you guys not having some memories. Hey, look, we were in a dark place when we met him, so we didn't really have time to talk about everything. Yeah, yeah, we just met him, well, technically. Uh... You know, we like to talk about ourselves a lot in this campaign in-character, in-universe, 
And the fact that we didn't to Brackish really tells us a lot. Uh, well, uh, I mean, the two of you... You have those books back on back in the material plane. Yeah, we do. Eh, and it is one of them. Uh, I still have a few more questions for... Uh, for uh, this Mr... Uh, King in Yellow, Lord, yes? Mr. King in, ye- King Man in, in Yellow. Man in Yellow, yeah. Yeah, I'm, look... It's it's a cute title, but I'm not gonna call him king. I'm sorry. I've been nothing but respectful to you. Yeah, all I can ask is you right, do the same. Mr. King, King. He says it with a less condescending tone. I I John Venegas have no problem saying King in Yellow or Yellow King or whatever. It, it's Assad who's still pissed off at this guy and doesn't really really want. Assad is misdirecting <laughs> his anger, basically. Yes, he's being a child at this point. It, it's just like he wants to not. He doesn't want to be at the whim of the enemy, is basically what he's trying to do. He's trying to maintain as much of his agency in this transaction as possible. Okay. Hey, can I just say something, David? Um, the entire campaign, when it has, when it, when it has come to us trying to find out something, it reminds me of that episode of Ed, Ed and Eddie, where the Eds are trying to get, like, I even forgot what it was that we were trying to get at the end, but they, like, traded sawdust... For, like something else because they wanted oh because they wanted a jawbreaker at the end of the day but like they kept on going from one place to another and then they're like if you want this you got to trade me that that's what this feels like ah your memories well i know you were led here but it's actually somewhere else the answer you're looking for <laughs> oh boy <laughs> as much as it pains me to say this and he says this with the least amount of condescension he can possibly say king in yellow you have the face of a man who, up until just now, I have very much wanted to kill. It feels like you are being honest to a degree. I don't know how much I can trust you. You still sound like, I presume, what this man sounded like in prior, but. <clears throat> If we were to ask you questions in the future, would you be able to help us out? I guess my question is, would you aid us in our quest of stopping him? Since you are friendly to us, see us as your friend, so I don't know how much of a... How much loyalty you have to the other rest of yourself, is the question I guess I'm asking. So so the skinny is, he's asking him how loyal he is to his original self and how willing would he be to help us even though we've been out i've been an asshole to him funny thing is even with your being an asshole he's still been being nice to you <laughs> very true that shows how much of an asshole assault is um, assault's gotta feel like he... such a heel right now <laughs> hey look out of character i don't feel any i don't feel any sympathy for uh for right now Nazis if we were in a wrestling show assault would be be would be getting booed out of the ring because of how much of a jerk he's being. Uh, he turns to Assad and goes, That is a fine question to ask. I am bound to this world. I do not have a physical form outside of this dream lens. It's hard for me to travel between a world like that. Whether you ask whether I'll help you or not, I do see you as a friend, Assad. And while this may sound contradictory, I do not see you as an ally. That makes sense, actually. I understand what you're saying. The first true words you ever spoke to me when you walked into this room can be summed up 
to you wanting to bash my head in. As a friend, I can let you speak freely. As an ally, I cannot trust you with my life. Don't know how many times I must repeat myself when I say I am not this man you hate. I might share his face, I might share his voice. I do not share his intentions. I do not share his past. I've done nothing to harm you or Nessel. That is all my counterparts doing. And I know it's hard for you to understand that, like I said, I do carry fragments of memories of his past, so I know how stubborn you can be. Like I said, I, words I speak, I do not mean them to be ill-willed or cause you rage. So I hope you don't take them like that. But you are a very stubborn man. He is just gonna be, uh... You know what? I think I understand what you're saying. I'll keep that in mind. I don't know. I just... I'm having a hard time processing this whole situation we've been in. I guess I'll have to take time to think about what's going on. Because I have... I do make rash decisions. And I am trying very hard not to do that anymore. I'll take into consideration what you're saying. If, that's, if that makes sense. I have two more questions left for you. I thought you said you only had one question well, left for me. Make up your mind, Nestle. Well, <laughs> I was just... I, 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 sorry, it's just I was thinking. And I found upon two more questions that I could ask you. <laughs> if you don't... These aren't very important. But I, I find them very intriguing. I, this has been on my mind ever since I have left the asylum. Did Count Laos ever meet the Briarstone Witch? Well, the name is familiar in his memory. A figure of that, a figure matching that name does not appear in the memories I share with him. While we were there, there was a figure that helped us. A woman. I don't know she's I don't know how she's connected to any of this not once not twice never had my finger on it so it's been on the back of my mind this entire time but I guess if you do not know who this is then it's fine thank you for your time King he quickly like rises from his chair like super fast as he swing his as he swings his cape across and uh like to put on basically like a shell a very flamboyant uh act, like motions that he's taking very over exaggerated and uh, he goes uh, of course i do not mind one bit helping you with this journey you have i'm guessing now taken uh, if the map poet is what you seek, I will help you with all my abilities to get you there. Like I said, to meet him is one road filled with many dangers. He is a fickle being to speak with a man such as him. You do need the gifts. The gifts are not something you can find in your world. They're going to be scattered throughout the dreamlands. Very rare very exotic and almost nearly impossible to gain but you would have to find a way to gain them 
If I'm correct, Laos wrote down most of them. I think there is about five, six, maybe seven gifts. I don't quite remember. And I don't quite remember how many gifts he collected. I don't know how many is required to meet him. But I do know you need them. If you bring those here back to the caravansary, I have no problems guiding you to his oasis. And if he seems you worthy to speak of, speak to, if he sees the gifts are valuable to him, you might be able to convince him to return what he has taken. Brackish looks over at Nestle. I believe that we have some research to be doing then, yes? Yeah, I need to go on. We need to, I need to read through the book. Find out what these gifts are. At any rate, I suppose now it's time for us to uh, go ahead and try to get ourselves back into our main bodies. So how did we, how did somebody wake up from a dream? It's a series of checks. Can we just go back up the stairs? Wait. We can't just do it. It's a series of checks. Well, you can sacrifice some of your uh, real-world hit points to lower the um, DC of the checks. Okay. So the D. Okay. So here, this is what you need to reawaken from the dream. You need to roll a DC twenty-five concentration check. Okay. DC twenty-five. <laughs> the your uh, so. To roll, you roll a 1d20, plus your character level, plus charisma modifier. That's going to uh, make up your concentration bonus. Charisma. Charisma. Yeah. <laughs> now, you can choose to take 2d6 points of physical damage to your body to lower the DC by 1. You can choose to take uh, multiple 2d6 points of damage to constantly reduce the DC by one. How, how many, uh, is it one big check or is it like multiple checks? It's one check for everyone. Okay. Before we go anywhere, King, uh, I know this is kind of weird, but what's behind this door? I'm curious. Very curious here. You know, curiosity brings horrible luck to those but if you're that curious you are free to open that door nothing will kill me right is your curiosity that powerful yes damn it Justin (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna get us killed again actually it was on you that got us killed last time hey look sometimes we all gotta take turns He sits down and goes, well, then you just answered your own question, whether you can open it or not. Brackish is going to think on the way that, way of getting, the way that we get out of here, and he's just going to be like, it was a pleasure to meet you, King. It was a pleasure to meet a new face as well. Maybe one day we can call ourselves friends. Maybe. I, this was my first dream, and I must say it was somewhat pleasant. A little bit dry outside for my tastes, but uh, things are as they are. And as he's sitting down, he, he puts his legs up on the desk. He goes, but that is the magic of this world. 
You never get what you think you want, but you see so many wondrous things. So give me some checks to wake up. I'll take the I'll take one two d six damage. Two okay. If you take one, that means okay. Roll two d six. Do you take six points of damage, and the DC gets lower to twenty four? Well, my first time didn't work, so I'm going to go ahead and take myself a. Uh... Man, you would have passed if you took the 2d6 damage. Yeah, 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 I would have. Does he have to roll again, or does it does it just add to the what he just did? No, it doesn't. He has to roll. Basically, he has to roll because it's a. It basically takes six seconds before you can retry again. I'm waiting for these two to roll theirs so that I can roll my next one. Nice. That's what I'm, I'm waiting on. Oh Jesus. Well, Nestle doesn't fall asleep. I don't either. Jesus. I know we can take we we can't take twenties, but I really want to see what happened. So keep going. Wait, I'm just gonna call you face. That would be the smartest way to go. So I have to take damage now, right? Not necessarily. That's if you want to. Oh. Yeah, oh, you no, can no. take damage in order to uh, lower the DC. You know what? Screw it. I'm taking more damage. <laughs> So, hey, so then what stops me from just rolling again and again and again and again? Nothing. Nothing, but... <laughs> no. It's just if we were if we were in mid-combat, it would be a bit more difficult. Ah. So, Asad's the first one to vanish. Wait, 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 wait. Since I'm the first one, how does that look like? From the perspective of the two people that are still here. As you guys are trying to concentrate, the yellow... King is kind of looking out weirdly. It's like, I would think this would be a lot more easier for y'all to do. And you hear a saw goes like, wake up, wake up, wake up. And you just hear silence. You turn around, there's no sign of him at whatsoever. Well, you know, it was easy for him, I guess. It's time to try it again. <laughs> Damn it. This is the equivalent of like... The 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 kid who always has a hard time on his in, in class who turns his test in first and then you find it later he got a hundred on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Brackish is just kind of like this is my first dream. It it, it is odd trying to wake up. The only reason I want to do it, Rose, because I don't know if you're gonna to want to take damage. That's the only reason why. Yeah, I'll I'll do I'll do myself some d6s it's 2d6 per one lo- per lowering yeah. of one right well, Don, per... has been close this entire time i haven't so like i'd have to take so much just to get that back oh damn Ooh. oh my damn max damage Ooh. 12 points of damage dc goes lower to 24 that's the one you didn't want to see <laughs> i know didn't i take a like one the one time you want to roll for damage and have it be the lowest it can <laughs> Not one. <laughs> oh no! This is like you know what? This is like watching this is what it looks like—a visual representation of what it feels like to have insomnia. Except it's the opposite. <laughs> I know it's so great to see you guys suffer. How much I suffer sometimes, John. I already know how much you suffer sometimes. I get insomnia too. Oh boy! I, I just want the audience to know this is what insomnia feels yes! like. Yes, Brackish vanishes. Brackish. Oh, I made it now too. Oh we my both god! Both at the same finally time. make so it. So Assad wakes up and he's just like, mm, "Oh man, ah, ah that, that, feel, that didn't feel as bad as it did last time." <laughs> <laughs> so you wake up 
uh, it's like you wake up, you clear your mind, everything you're taking in the air, knowing that you are awake, looking at your surroundings, but you see that the other two guys are still asleep. Uh, you reach out to probably like shake them awake or something, and just before you can even touch them, they just like, <gasps> up. <laughs> ah, okay, it works. Good, good. Ah. Are you having over our bodies? Anya told me that this might be an issue. Uh-oh. Waking up from a dream? No, waking up to a sun hovering over me. Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 you know? I would just... Look, you guys are... Are, are, we, are we okay? Is everyone okay? No, uh... And he puts his hands on y'all's heads. No loosey-goosey things going on in here? That is not where my mind is held, I think, in my people anyway, but Wait, everything's fine. where is your brain? Brain? <laughs> I don't care about any of the other jokes we've made. That's the best one today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna, um, okay. Uh, Nestle, we good? <laughs> okay, I just wanted to double, triple check, cause, man, there were a lot of, I don't know. Ooh. Nestle, Nestle, I believe you are the best one for, uh, doing research. Yeah, yeah, let me, uh, let me open the Louse's book right, real quick. And he just pulls it Where out. Where on the ship are we? You still guys are at the dock. As soon as you guys wake up, you see Frailing run over, and she goes like, please tell me none of you died in the dream. No, no, we came out on our own this time. And you see her just take a big breath of relief, like, oh my god, thank How you. long were we out? Five minutes? Oh, that's pretty good. How long did we spend in there again? It wasn't that long either. Uh, Paul, like, yeah, that's not bad. Well, six times as much, I guess. <clears throat> well, bright side is, uh, we're alive. Um, I guess neutral? Um, our worst enemy is kind of our friend? Uh, I don't believe That him. one was I, not I the one don't... that you are wanting to kill. <laughs> I sure don't care. I feel like he's still lying to us. I think he's trying to... Look, I have... I'm pretty sure that it... I'm... Hear me out on this hypothetical. If I was evil, I would want people to think I was good, so that I could trick them later. Which sounds to me a lot like what Laos did to us in the first place. By the way, what Flash was forward. that, anyway? <laughs> uh, we have kind of vague memories on it, as you can, uh, I guess, you know, understand from our uh, talk with him, but... Uh, we worked for him. Uh, I guess we were kind of like his bodyguards. Uh, Nestle did bad shit, I did bad shit. Um, in the name of Laos because we were making money for our families and alias. I don't know what Nestle was doing with his money, but uh, stuff. And then he decided to just sacrifice us, and then we hate him now. So, I mean, there's a lot, obviously steps in between, but we're finding those steps. It's great. It's like having a ladder with all the steps at the beginning and at the end, and the middle is so fucking weird. I saw it. I saw it. You're, <laughs> you're confusing oh, our like friend those... here. Oh, no, no, no. I understand the concepts he is putting down. Oh, I'm not. I, I'm not mad at Brackish. I'm just trying to explain it the best as I can. 
Wait, I want to go back to your ladder <laughs> metaphor before I forget. Is it, one, is it one of those ladders that they have in the carnivals where you have to climb them but it's like super shaky? It's like, it's it's got it's got a bunch of missing rungs, so you gotta like climb from the side <laughs> so you don't fall off. Uh, Nestle takes out his journal. Right here, uh, Brackish. This is, uh, my journal, if you'd like to read through it. Just so you know where we're coming from. It may take me a bit. I have never been the strongest reader. I mean, you have all oh, day today. First page, August 4th. Uh, dear diary, I just found out my bestie killed my daddy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, who and what was this Karagor you mentioned? He was our friend. Not according to Assad. <laughs> was and uh, was and friend are both two very strong words. I don't know. I guess. You, I, oh, did I say am or? Uh, and I don't know. I, I said. said I said was. Friend. I said was. He was never our friend, and he wasn't he was our, a friend, was our friend for no, a short period of time no, until you found out what he no, did. No, look, he was he was a terrible, terrible person, and I can't re- look. He he did some good things, but he did it not knowing who he. Hmm. He he was our friend while we were in the asylum. <laughs> Let's put it at that. <clears throat> think of the worst and most despicable man you can ever think of. Okay, you got him in your mind, yeah, Karagor. Now, okay. <laughs> well, I was going to say, now pretend his alignment of that man you're thinking of is actually good. The opposite is Karagor. <laughs> okay, guys. So now this is up to you with this new information that if you've gone in, you may have a way to retrieve memories that have been once forgotten. Trace back your steps to see what is Laos's plan. What is the next step? Sky, I think uh, I should tell you something. Yes, Blueberry? What the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm sorry, that caught me off guard. Is it because you don't know what Blueberry is? No, 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 because he's not, he's not lost for words for being called Blueberry. If she said <laughs> she Blue, he would have been fine with it. She didn't call you Blueberry. David called you Blueberry. Oh, well, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but uh, yeah, Brackish we, uh, is off in a corner reading this journal now. Anya is taking her daily uh, fresh air, walking I, around the cabin. I, I, I also have to tell this to Anya too. Uh, we have well, a okay. way to figure out. Our Just memories. to make this make more sense, Anya, as you're have as you're having your daily, very very slowly walk on the boat, uh, you hear the the voices of Assad. Brackish and Nestle. I need to tell Anya this too. That we finally found a way to, to maybe get back her memories. Maybe. At long last. You found all that out in like five minutes? From Anya. <laughs> Nestle looks, deci- looks at Anya. Yes. She's looking in your general direction. <laughs> <laughs> I can see her staring past Nestle because he's too short. <laughs> she's at least trying to be somewhat polite. I know, but blind. it's funny. 
you have you have one of the the scholars walking with you and he turns you around makes sure you're facing the right direction ah thank you <laughs> uh, yeah uh, we found out I mean it was five minutes to you but to us that was 30 minutes I do remember one of the books mentioned something along the lines of time dilation so I guess that makes sense no one died this time Nah, none of us died, and, uh, you won't believe what happens. You guys killed that asshole Rasputin? Uh, not, not really. We didn't come across Rasputin this time. We just let him... You let him stay there. Oh. Yeah, and... we, we didn't want to get revenge on him because we felt like it was just going to be what happened again, and we realized there might have been bigger fish to fry. We learned that he doesn't leave that area. He's very meticulous about his things. I'm still the theory that he's not real. I mean, he did get pretty pissy when I showed him that rock. Pre-programmed. He's a robot. I don't know what that means. He's he's a automaton. It was a very shiny rock. You, I think, would have fit better if you said construct. There we go. I couldn't think of the word. He's like a mental construct. Yeah, so... We're... We've found this guy... Who looks like Laos. But hey, is Laos. I don't believe he's Laos. <laughs> I don't believe he's telling the truth. Well, anyways. He told us that, uh... The multitude of things. Like... How to... Where we, he can show us how to find the mad poet. And... We found out that, uh... I forgot what else we found out. Hold on. <laughs> At least you know that one... I think Anya kept Anya and Assad kept thinking that this could have been a possibility that Laos was still in the Dreamlands. You know that he's not in the Dreamlands. Uh, I'm just doing fast speed forward through this explanation. Uh, you know, you you know where to find the map poet if you wish to go speak with him. But in order to do so, you need to go collect some gifts to do so. So now there's that. If speak, uh, if you have the chance to get to speak with the mad poet, you can, as a reward for giving giving him these gifts, you can try to have to see if he is willing to return your memories back to y'all, and give you information on Laos. Oh yeah, I was I was getting to the gifts, and I just no yeah. But I, again, I just wanted to fast forward through that since I mean you're kind of kind of telling Don this again, but yeah. in a sense, I'm just yeah. basically just like, well, the books are all in the same place you left them. Uh, actually, I uh, I took Lass's journal with me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't hear you do that, so uh, I took everything. I mean, I didn't take anything but that, so it's pretty important. So, um. Yeah, that scythe is that scythe is pretty much worthless. So I was thinking we could toss that. Uh, what should we do with this? She's holding up the uh little pink gem that Karagor had embedded in his chest for so long. I'm so tempted to just like snap it out of your hand and go evil. <laughs> <laughs> if it if it was if it wasn't Nestle, I would actually throw that out of the sea. <laughs> I'm not gonna actually throw it out because it might be useful. Give me a uh, Nestle. Give me a knowledge religion check. You said religion. Yes, 
or, or 24. 24, okay. So, um, you don't know much about the religious practicings of, um, of Argothoa, but you do know uh, bits, maybe during your time, during the four days that you guys waited for the, uh, for Skywind to show up, basically. You may, maybe took time to study a bit here and there. Just to, you know, catch up since you, you are going to be going to a big town. Maybe you want to get more, a uh, bit more of your local and maybe a little bit of religion knowledge. Um, the You do know that high-ranking members of Ergothoa's followers um, have been known to wield scythes. And some of the scythes that they've been known to wield have been known to be very powerful weapons. Um, either infused with special magic, uh, giving the person special abilities and stuff like that. Uh, knowing that this is broken, um, you know that there's really nothing you can get out of it anymore until it's fixed. But you do know that a weapon, uh, knowing the type of person Karagor was, um, the stuff he, you've heard him do, you would think that he may have been... Uh, not the highest ranking member, but maybe a high ranking member in his order, which means that the weapon is a pretty strong weapon. And you know that if it was to get into someone's hands who knew how to put it back together, it can cause a lot of harm or a lot of damage to someone wielding it. I, let's keep, let's keep the scythe. No, let's not throw it overboard. It's, if anyone can wield that, or prepare it and then wield it. Might have dire consequences. Mm. Okay, and the rock? Let's keep that too. I mean I figure if we can get to like Ged or one of the other cities that uh his little cult operated in, then we might be able to get that scythe fixed and use it. I uh I don't know if that's a good idea or not. Okay, guys, what's the next step we wish you wanted to do? Uh, this is day 38 of a 90-plus-day day, 90 plus day trip. Well, I mean, we're going to read the... or read uh, Louse's journal. Is this a completely new day, or is this, like, during the day? Um, This is on the same day. It depends on when y'all perform this ritual. It's probably, like, late afternoon. Um... Maybe, okay, maybe at latest, maybe 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. Well, Nessel will read uh, Laos's journal in the meantime. Uh, how long will it take to read all of Laos's journal anyway, like, well enough? If uh, As long as you're looking for something specific, um, I would just have you roll like a uh, perception check maybe to look through all this books. But, ha but technically, have we, have I... Have I read through the entire book already? Uh, you have, yes. Okay, so I'm just looking for something specific. So. Yeah, you're just skimming through to trying to recall if you've seen anything about about uh, uh, gifts or items or anything like that. Reading through the journal. And just give me a perception check. It is a 16. Okay, so you're sitting down reading through... Um, all the uh, everything, all the books you can. Trying to recall if you saw anything about uh, a list of gifts or something like that. 
and uh, you can't really recall seeing anything like that until you get to a portion in one of the books you see that um, there seems to be a uh, a piece of paper that is kind of like that was manually put in there it was kind of uh, glued into the uh, journal in a sense and it never really caught your attention the first time you looked through it because it didn't have anything of importance it only had really just um it looked like nonsense to you in a sense it looked like just complete nonsense but now that they told you about there being like a about gifts and stuff like that on a second reading you kind of think it's actually a list and this is what you find in one of the in one of the books or one of the journals tucked away somewhere in the back who would like to read the list <clears throat> Sure, I'll read it. I mean, I like. Oh. oh no, you go ahead. Okay, I was. I like waiting. I like waiting a lot. Item number one is the Viscount's signet ring. Item number two, the feline, uh, a feline tail, blue and purple, modeled fur. Uh, it kind of makes me think that we're gonna kill a cat of Ulthar. Fuck! Red flag! Red flag! Red flag! No, no, that's not a How red flag. Can... That's a black spot right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, tell me why when I used when feline was there, I automatically knew. I think Don is gonna go into panic mode. Uh, a skull of ghoul royalty, uh, green stone idol of a water lizard, um, the night hag ambassador's heartstone, um, a captain's tricorn. Is that is that what it says? Tricorn, and a rev a red webbed foot or foot, if you will. Some people pronounce it like that, I think. Hey, uh, quick question. Uh, Don, uh, was Greenstone Idol of a Water Lizard, is that one of the descriptions for the little statuette of uh, Cthulhu in the Cthulhu story, or no? It's not distinctly a Water Lizard. Okay, I was just curious, because I know that it described it in not exactly the right, in not exactly the words that everybody remembers Cthulhu looking. Uh, also, uh, follow uh, with these um, names listed you also see the books that they are connected to. Depending on what you guys want to research first, I will tell you what books correspond to what uh, item. But you have... You are as close as to 100% sure that these are the items you need to speak with Count, with uh, the Mad Poet. Uh, the King... In yellow, told you he does not know how many gifts you really need to speak with him. He does not remember how many gifts Laos actually collected. All he knows is that these are the gifts he is willing to accept. So depending on how many you guys want to get, is where we go on. This is why I said this game can go really fast or really slow. Uh, you can choose just to get one or two, or you can choose to get all seven if you wish. There is seven, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah. With this information, what is the next plan? Okay, so we've noticed that we need to be kind of wary of these people that we talked to. And so I know it's going to be a lot of work, but my proposition here is that we try to make this as... <sighs> we can tend to be, and he says we in like a very um, 
in a very like implicative tone where it's like he's implying that it's all of us and not just him uh trying to like shy, shy away some of the blame that he's kind of problematic but not y'all specifically so he's trying to say that y'all are part of this you know problem we tend to be kind of you know a little bit abrasive brackish so looks thinking, just completely confused at this and so i'm thinking that if we bring more things that we can kind of soften the blow, so to speak, if we ever get a little bit of out, out of hand. I do not think that that part will matter if we get out of hand, considering what we have heard of this entity. Well, Brackish, you... I don't know how much time you've spent with human beings, but we human beings can be swayed a little bit better when it comes to uh, when, when we are given material possessions because we are just greedy like but that. But we are not dealing with a human. You make a good point. I just kind of assume that people are human by default. I should probably stop thinking that That's so much. That's kind of racist, yes. <laughs> I'm just I, saying... Out of character, I never thought I'd get to say those words in that order. <laughs> I... Look, I'm, I, I'm not saying that we live in a human-centric world, but I'm just saying that most things that look like humans tend to be described as humanoid. I, I didn't make those rules. Okay, but I mean, the number of gifts I don't think will affect whether or not he will kill us. I think it's more of what he will be willing to do to get all of those gifts. It, collecting all of them still seems like the best choice. I, yeah, pretty much. And I uh, have a bad feeling about this. Okay, Han Solo? Turns Was that to, Han Solo quote? Oh. Turns to Sky. Hey baby. <laughs> hey baby. One of those one of those words on the list is Captain's Corn. Captain's Tricorn. Captain's Corn? Nice. Nah, Wait, what? It's talking nah, about the Tricorn. Yeah, Winter takes out her rapier and be like, "Better not be taking my corn." <laughs> Hold on, Nestle. I I you I thought we were supposed to collect these items in the Dreamlands. Yes. Okay, I take that back. Also, what did you say? Corn? Corn. Tricorn. It's a tricorn. It's corn for storage. Okay. Alright, listeners, like for corn. I thought the tricorns were the hats. Yes, tricorns, tricorns hats, are hats. Okay. Do they have three horns? They That's have three they points. Yeah. Um, jokes on ya, you have to kill a Captain Unicorn. That's actually a <laughs> trinicorn. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, God. Um, Nestle tells Sky that that he that he's thinking about going back to finish the, what he was started for the memories. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I'm sorry. I recently rewatched all the Pepe Le Pew episodes from Looney Tunes because they were on a marathon, and all I can think of is baby. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. What is What's your plan? Up? Look, as much as this might bore the audience, my plan is let's go back in, find all the MacGuffins, go to the Mad Poet, and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> not even, like, happen. yeah, not even, like, <laughs> fuck that bitch from do anything. Beat him up. But the rest is fine. Okay. Well, I know what the end game is. That's not the question that's being asked. Everyone, everyone, and I can, I pretty much can ensure literally everyone that's listening to this knows that that is the end game the whole encountering the mad poet 
What I'm asking is, what are you going to do between those? Like, what's the next step here? There are these seven, six, seven items. I think we said it was seven items that need to be collected. You guys have made the choice of going and collecting them all. You know that all of these are in the dreamland. So just by adding another item you have to get, you are putting yourself in more danger, no, not knowing what world you're going into. But we can... That's we'll why we research we the book there. for each thing before we go to them. Yeah. And so the question is, and the, the, before I get to the question, uh, you know that they're all scattered around throughout the worlds in the dreamland. You will not find one item in the same place you'll find another. These are two different items located in two different worlds in the dreamlands. My question is, if this is the choice you guys are doing, where do you want to start? Wait, I know that's what you're, what you're asking, but here's my question now that you brought that up. Mm -hmm. Guys, as ambitious as this sounds, we can't bring things from the dreams back into the real world. Correct. How are we going to... Uh, so when we do this, we have to go through all seven worlds basically that we have to go through we it has to be all or nothing like we once we start we can't stop are you sure where is anya here <clears throat> unless anya and i drag anya over here i'm just kidding no we go to anya unless anya i, I just really want to know yeah. anya in this conversation yeah she's mostly listening at the moment okay so, um, only, well, Nestle also would have known. You know that you cannot bring back anything from the Dreamlands. You can't bring them back. They still stay with you. Wait, what? Your body and your Dreamland bodies are two different things. And maybe I should have been more... I don't know if I actually specifically went into this part of it. If I did it, I do apologize. Your body and your Dreamland body are two different things. The only thing that stay that they all share in common is the mental effects that you suffer. So whether you have oh. mental effects in one world, that would transfer over to your real physical body. Uh, so any charisma, intelligence, or wisdom damage yeah. will be transferred. So over. wouldn't you so that's why bring... when we physically got hurt in the real world, that transfers over to the dream world is like extra like concentration. So it works in reverse too, is what you're saying. But what I'm saying is that while you can't bring anything physically back to the dreamlands, you keep everything in the dreamlands. Mm. Any okay, items you. you find in the dreamlands are yours. They're they're on your dreamland body. Anya's just like, uh, Asad, that's not how that works. If you leave the dreamlands, but you have something that belongs to the dreamlands in your possession, when you go back, it'll still be there. Oh, I got you. Okay, okay. Like, so if you hadn't died, have it on then that uh, scimitar would have still been with you. Okay, so in layman's terms, out of character, my uh, Animal Crossing villager's inventory is still fine, and he has all of his things, even though I, John Venegas, am not physically present there. Boom, got it. I understand now. I get this analogy. It's like, it's like this. It's like, uh, well, even though you didn't say... Even though you gave your one of your villagers a saying... And then that villager spreads it to another villager, but you're not spreading it to those villagers. And when you come back, all of them know that saying. Memes. Gotta love them. Anyways, uh... <clears throat> okay, so now I get what you're saying. Th that makes more sense. I'm sorry, I misinterpreted what you guys said when you said that we couldn't bring things back. 
So I just assumed. I didn't really explain it all that well the first time. Sorry. Yeah, blame Dawn. Okay, don't blame me. No, blame Anya. I blame don't Anya. blame Dawn. <laughs> no, blame Dawn. Don't blame blame Dawn. Don't blame God. Um. Okay. So it, don't play. Don't blame the player. Blame the game. Well, the game is me, and that means you be blaming me. Which I want you to blame the player, not the game. See, the thing is, the player bla- the character blames the god. <laughs> well, it's the god's fault for not giving the. C- character all the info. That's what the New Testament is for, Donovan. <laughs> yeah, well, Anya hasn't read that yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, again, where do we want to start? Interesting. Um, I let's think... start from the front. Right? Well, Anya's no? like, well, we should probably start with researching the other books that those items relate to. Well, right. yes, of course. So, Viscount. The Viscount book. Get the Viscount book. That's... Yeah. Out of character, which one of you two has the list? It's gonna be Nestle, he's the one that found it. I think he means a, a real life The list characters. of books. Oh. Uh, is that oh, you mean, one? uh, hold on. No, each each one, like, it, uh, in the list, it gives you the name of the book you have to go and research. I don't think you gave us that list just now. Uh, I didn't give you that list because that, that's not a handout. It's just understood that we know which books yeah. we need to look into. Yes. So if you're going to be looking through the Viscount's signet ring, if you're going to be looking into details on how to find that ring, um, you'll be uh, reading through three books. Uh, uh, the titles of the books will be Element Through the Spiral of Time, uh, Spiders of Sin and Sky, and theological arguments of the kingdom. Those are the three books you'll be like you'll be reading through. Hey, not gonna lie, Spiders of Sin and Sky kind of does sound like a BDSM story. Shut up, John. In my opinion, I'm not as experienced in that as you are. Clearly, I know how I know how great detail you are experienced in the world of BDM, but please do not bring that into I our like podcast. I like how you called it BDM. <laughs> Is it? You forgot a very important oh, letter in I there. I forgot the S. I, my, my apologies. Don't forget the S. That's rule number one. It's like... <laughs> never forget the like S. Actually, rule, rule, number, actually, one, rule number, number one is don't forget to ask before you do a thing. Don't copy what you see on TV just because you think it looks cool. That's rule number eight. So these are the three, uh, these are the three books you'll be looking through. Okay, so... Basically, each item will require you to research on them. We're going to be using the same research mechanic that we've already used twice in the past. One in the Asylum Library, and one to learn the ritual to go to the Lost Caravansary. So, it doesn't matter how many people do it. Um, each, each time you do it, that takes up one whole day. And like I said, there are breaking points between those days where you gather more information as you go on. If this is the book or this is the item you want to start off with, I just need to know how many people want to do the research and um, I'll tell you what the knowledge is you need to have to gain the bonuses that you require. Brackish Um, is still reading Nestle's journal. Which is understandable. He's kind of dumb. I'm pretty sure. He's slow. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Nestle's going to be the main one who is doing the reading. Since most of them are going to be knowledge check base. Um, but you can always assist them if you wish. Um, or if you really just want to let them do it. 
you could just let Nessa do it. Anya would be more than um, happy to assist, but she can't read. That's true, but I was mostly talking about uh, John. I'm also here, but I can't read, so you guys are good. I forgot. Yeah, none of these have pictures, I guess. Let's no. I meant as in, like, <laughs> I didn't mean as in, my character doesn't have. The you said to it, read. sir. I'm just repeating it means what that, you said. Like, my character's intelligence skill isn't high enough to matter. Look, I'm Dude, just you can always roll a nat 20. You, I could. And watch me be, like, the rain man. Uh, I might be really good at random things, like, the through the spirals of time. I might know a lot about time. You don't know. Let me crack a book open. Let me crack a book open. Okay, so Assad's going to be helping. Yes. I'm not going to be pressured like this, you guys. You can't call me stupid. We're not calling I'm you not stupid. Calling you stupid. No one is calling you stupid. Oh, I'm calling you stupid. Stupid. We're calling Assad stupid. Hey, watch where you're going, you fool. <laughs> yeah, can you just make a general intelligence check, but you won't get as much benefits from it? Uh, but if you do it, if you do it based off of the checks that is required, okay. So to get the full bonus, you need to have either knowledge history, uh, nobility, or planes. You said history, nobility, or planes. Yes, which you should have all of them, but I don't know about Assad. Nope, I have zero. Of them. Hey, Wait, if someone can read out loud to Anya, then she can help. I mean, you guys can do that. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could do what I'm doing. I'm just reading it out loud. That way it makes sense that I'm also doing this. Okay, I'm just gonna roll the planes one right now. Okay, well, I don't know a shit. Okay, you said planes is one of them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I don't have any of those. Uh, I mean, I can't actually roll for that, right? You can roll a straight-up intelligence check, but you won't, like... Since we're kind of like dealing damage to it, you won't deal as much damage to gotcha. it hey, look, as someone 16. who has those intelligence. 16, I knew more about this shit than Nestle. Or at least I could retain more information or found I the right things. I, I, I was like, I didn't I didn't find anything. So I was well, just like, hey, look look at this. I feel oh. like my, my headcanon on this is that I got lucky and opened it up to the right page. Anya's just <laughs> listening to Asad. She's like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. <laughs> And, like, with a child with ADD, I don't understand most of the things I just said. <laughs> Nessa just, sorry, like, what? was just like, ah, uh, yes. I understand what you... S yes. <laughs> it's like that meme with, like, the... With the, with the uh, uh, where, like, they're doing the equations, but Nessel is, like, seeing it in Comic Sans. <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, hear a slide whistle in the background. <laughs> so, Anya, what did you figure out? And then Anya will say what David What's the role for... Presumably. Okay, so... If I remember right, it's a D8. Oh, right, we gotta deal damage to it. Okay, I'll let you have it because you rolled a 20, uh, a natural 20 on there. But I would not make you the primary roller on this, but since you did roll a 20... Oh, no, Anya's I'll, I'll just trying to help it. out some. Um, yeah, so it'll be 1D8 plus your intelligence modifier. Uh... John, you um, you do not pass it. That's fair. I'll say that you assisted in her in her with the research because with the DC fifteen you do uh, you do uh, assist, giving her a plus two. But for this roll, I'll, I'll let Anya do the damage roll for it. So um, what you get? 
So you knock it down eight points, which brings it down to its first, uh, first little breaking point. So literally, it's Anya listening to a sob, and then suddenly, oh shit, 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 guys! <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> well, don't I, I don't want you kind to do that because some of the information might not be yeah. that magical. Okay, so basically, this is what. Okay, so Assad, I would have you read this, and then Anya would basically get gain this information. Like she can connect the dots in this. Yeah, Anya's just staring into the middle distance, sitting by Assad. Okay, so this book is a poor translation of a volume written in the Dreamland that is at least two centuries old. It is a it is uh, written an examination of the shared moral beliefs and lack of thereof of many noble families across the many ages and planes of existence, including a passage detailing a noble family within the dreamland. What? I heard ice cream. What the fuck? I heard mashed potatoes. I. This tells you how much attention we all pay. <laughs> Look, I'm not. A, I don't. It's me and, and my ability to pay attention does not reflect my interest in something. It just reflects my poor attention retention. Okay, I'm sorry about that. My sister just walked in because she wants to go get ice cream. <gasps> I heard. <laughs> gotcha, guys. What well, was I heard the right potatoes. Oh my god. So what were you saying about mashed potatoes to her? I didn't say anything about mashed potatoes. Cause swear I heard mashed potatoes. <laughs> I heard mashed potatoes too. <laughs> I felt so bad that I was the only one who heard ice cream, and it turns out I was correct. And I just, oh, <laughs> my mind has been blown. Maybe I have been able to pay attention in the past. People just lie to me and tell me they said something else. Okay, so uh, back to the book. So the book writes about um, many. Uh, uh, Okay, so it, it, it writes of shared moral beliefs, or lack thereof, of numerous noble families across many ages and planes of existence, including a passage detailing a noble family within the dreamland. So it talks about a specific uh, uh, line of uh, noble families that are prominent in the dreamland. So, um, John, I will show... Well, I'll show this to everyone, because you're the one that was reading the book to help Anya. I would want you to read it, if you want. If not, Don, you can read it if you wish. Do you see that? I see it. Uh, hey, this is um, this is from the Theological Agreements of the Kingdom. Uh, and before we do, again, I, I think it's like maybe the fourth time where I end up giving a shout-out to him. But uh, Chris Huckabout, he's the one that provided the writing in all these books. Uh, he took time to write little uh, synopsis or uh, little passages you can find in this book. And I'm pretty sure he did this all himself because the book, uh, none of the books, nor any pages on Path, like Paizo or any, anything, says what these books are about. At least nothing that I can find. So this is all stuff he, he made uh, thanks to him reading all the books and everything. So big... Big shout out to him. You make that's it. actually really oh, cool, like, honestly, yeah. 
uh, yeah, I read lots of these, and well, yeah, they are very. He goes into very detail. I, one, I don't even know how he made some of these stuff up, but they fit the story very well. But uh, I'm sorry, you may continue. Um, hey Anya, this comes from a book called The Theological Agreements of the Kingdom, and it was on the it was on that day the Eternal City of Celephes celebrated the emergence of their beloved Viscount Pietro Brelli. It's Viscount. Uh, Sorry, excuse it's me? Viscount, out of character. That's <laughs> totally in character. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just, just like, did you mean Viscount? I'm sorry? It says right here, Viscount. Yeah, it's pronounced Viscount, sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, Viscount uh, Pietro Brelin from his long seclusion... To the delight of his subjects, he ordained that day forevermore a holy one, sealing that fact into law with a stamp of his brilliant carnelian signet ring. Or is it signet ring? No, no, you had it right the first time. Okay, I just want to make sure, because it is spelled sign, and then with a... Yeah, t- language is weird, especially common. Yeah, well... Although that's that's that. some really uh, good info right there. We now know which Viscount we might be looking for, and what stone we're looking for on a signet ring here. What stone would it be? Carnelian. Maybe, like do you like to read the last line in that sentence? I understood what it was. I Sometimes I'm not sure with <laughs> with y'all. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Carnelian? Is that, I thought that was like a fancy word. Or no, something. no, it's a, a fancy rock. Oh, that's cool. So I'm guessing it's like pink. Ah, uh, it's more of a red. Carnations are pink. You make word associations in a very obvious way, Asad. Hey, I, I feel offended by that statement, but yeah, you do make You shouldn't, points. it's actually a good thing in this case. Oh, okay. I don't know, it just feels very condescending. Um, okay. So that basically takes up your day of research there. Maybe you had to read really slowly. Uh, maybe because... You're a solid or maybe because you wanted to make sure Anya had all the information. I wanted to make sure that Anya had all the information. I want to go with the first one. It's not like my character's stupid. His intelligence is not that low. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not low. I'm not saying that it's low and it's that Asad is stupid and, and an idiot and can't read and only likes picture books. I am not saying By that. By the way, for the benefit of my fellow players and my DM, I look, I pulled up a, um image of Carnelian. You know, after I said, why did you send me a picture of beans? I realized I knew what it was. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice beans. <laughs> they are some very pretty beans. Those some pretty good, uh... That's a really beautiful shade of red. We are now on day 39. Give it up for day 39! <laughs> day 39. Uh, this is a new day. Like I said, if you want to research these books, this will take up mostly the full day. You need about eight plus hours of research, and then you would have to use the remainder with either doing quick little stuff, and then the other eight hours of resting. So so for the interest of narrative, can we Mm -hmm. just do a research for the item before we go into the world to find it? And not all eight of them now, or seven of them now, and then go into them? You can do it however you want. I am asking the rest of the group, because I feel like, narratively speaking, that would work best. What'd you say? Um, so you know how, like, in movies and TV shows and stuff, they like to explain what the item for something is before they go find it? They don't explain every single item before they go find all of them. 
I like that in movies and TV shows and stuff. So I was just asking to make things less like um to 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 to, to, to kind of start getting and doing things. Not to make this whole episode an info dump of every single item. Just do one item and then get the oh, item. Oh, that's fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah, okay. I can do that. Here, I need to focus on my therapy. Uh, I completely forgot about that yesterday. Basically, Anya's just going to be giving everyone a plus two to their intelligence for the studying. Hey, question. Every time you've given us an extra, do they expire at the end of the day? Uh, you do have one shield potion. Oh, Sean. By the way, Justin, did you did you add the plus two from the uh, Ion Stone? Um, yeah, you've still got the Ion Stone, dude. I still have the Ion Stone. Yeah, I just want to make sure you, ha- yes, you added still, that plus two to your intelligence. Okay, just want to make sure. Okay, so this is the next day. You still you still do not know how to find the ring. You know who has the ring, but you don't know how to find it. So you would, uh, if you want to continue researching that item, you're free to do so unless you want to change to a different item. But the way John is saying it makes it seem like you want to stick to one item until you find it. Yeah. Okay. So this is the next day. And uh, if y'all wish, give me another intelligence check for Assad. Give me a Plains History or Noble check for Nessel. Oh, right. uh, by the way, every day Nessel will, will still be handing on you the... Uh... The extracts, the extracts for uh, what's it called, tattoo potion? Yeah, and she'll um apply various extracts to that tattoo potion thing. Um, Brackish is actually going to try to help you guys out this time. Okay. He doesn't have any of the knowledges, but he can do a straight intelligence. Okay. Uh, you can add your inspiration if you wish. Uh, Nestle, this is something you can add inspiration to. I don't know if you added it last time or not. Uh, Twenty total uh 20 exact the other two did not help so give me a 1d8 plus intelligence uh 1d8 plus intelligence i don't think i can roll it right oh well that's that's a 1d that's a d20 whoops well nice to know that that would have been a crit though <laughs> if it was a d20 seven. Oh, you got it exactly Dropped it down exactly to the next breaking point. So, um, if you want to be the one to read it, you're free to do so. If not, whoever wishes to read the next bit of information provided by our good friend, you are free to do so. I'm good for reading it if no one wants to. That's if no one else wants to. How about how about you read this one and I'll read the last one? Okay. So we'll basically just take turns in rotation. Yeah. You go ahead and read this one, then. Excerpt from Elements Through the Spirals of Time. And during one visit to the Dreamlands in the city of Selefe, I found a city locked in time. Visitors and inhabitants experience the passage of time. They age, beards do grow. But in the city, a day is a week, a year, an eternity. Lull's Note. I experienced this, though I negotiated with the Viscount for hours. The sun never left its zenith. Oh! The time acts like a spiral, because the time dilates exponentially. There you go! (laughs) God, I wish my character was smart enough to make that association. (laughs) Yeah, currently only Nestle's smart enough to do that. Anya's in the cabin. Okay. 
So the first the the first time y'all broke the knowledge barrier, I didn't explain what you really learned from the book because uh, Anya pretty or Don pretty much explained it that you find out what Viscount uh, this whatever you want, however you pronounce it. I want to pronounce it Viscount because that's what I visually see in whatever. But you know who you need to find and what ring you need to find. She, uh, Dawn perfectly explained that. What information do you think you're gathering with this with this book? And if y'all guys can't piece it, I'll tell y'all. What I got from it was basically, like John said, the extreme time dilation. Hold on. So in the last, in the last book, it said that it was a holy day, right? Does that mean that it would still be the, it wouldn't be the same day anymore because a day is a week. So it's been more than a week, obviously. But we can presume it wasn't a long time ago from then, if that makes sense? Or would it be a long time from now? Both. Don't fuck <laughs> I'm me. not. Okay. Well, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try to say, I'll try to tell you what exactly this book is trying to tell you. Okay, so, um, yeah, basically, that is somewhat correct. Um, the knowledge you guys get from this book is that time in this particular city of the Dreamlands does not work normally compared to any other place. It both... Everyone experiences time, as in the passage of time, so you will age in this world. But time itself does not move. It will, say, forever be 2 o'clock, no matter how long you stay there, but you will still pass through time itself. Time is both frozen for the world but yet, it moves for the people. So you're saying that the city itself is frozen, but the people are not. That's what the book is trying to tell you. It's like, the city does experience time itself, but experiences at a different rate that a person experiences time. It almost seems like the city itself is frozen in time, but time is passing at a different speed than the time when it's really experiencing while being there. You know, I hate to keep using the example of um, of um, us in the real world playing fictional games as analogies. But honestly, like, in a fantasy world where you travel to the dreams and things are act weird, I feel like that's, like, the best analogy for our modern day. Like, literally us playing Dungeons and & Dragons, and our characters experience time differently than us. Us in the real world, we're playing, but we're experiencing time normally. Our characters um, can move months at a time at the same rate as, like, uh, at, at variously different rates. Sometimes we'll play for, like, five weeks, and it's been, like, a day. Sometimes we'll play a day... But it's been like a month for the characters. It is wibbly wobbly. Or we can spend five hours on a ten minute fight. (laughs) Yeah, it makes no sense in the context of their world. That is actually the best way to explain it. It's like a time. It's it's gonna work very. It's like in the last sentence, a day is a week, a year is a century. It can also be. I think that it also works in the opposite direction. A century can be a year. And a week can be a day. I think it can work backwards as well, depending on the situation. Um, but 
you still don't know where this city is at in the dreamland to know of its name but you don't know how to get there we can move on to the next day if y'all wish and if y'all do i just need some more intelligence rolls knowledge rolls from nestle okay a natural 20 but it's a 30 in total or 36 mm. or 34 okay. i don't think this is actually part of the rules but i did i did say that a natural 20 would do double damage to it so if you want just go ahead and deal 2d8 plus double your intelligence uh, Bra uh brackish you do not help out here it's double my intelligence. he's trying <laughs> 21 points of damage to whatever oh my god yeah you this last day you go you you hammer on that book and uh on the last book and uh something i don't know something snaps within you and you you're just like you you are absorbing the information from the book and uh this is the last little fun fact you get to learn from this book okay and whoever wants to be the last one to read this go ahead spiders of sin and sky and it was in the court of the vis the count Brillin. That I like how you went with the wrong pronunciation. I, I can't say it, okay? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> that I sampled their most deviant delicacy for the first time. In a lavish ceremony, it was brought forth on a golden platter. As we ate, all in attendance turned away, conspicuously ignoring our feast. For, a, for if it hadn't been taking place in the court of the Viscount, yeah, I, 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 I give up on not saying this count. Sorry, John. They fine. would have set upon us for our barbarity. Bar for in this city, the children's dinner takes on a rather literal meaning. Oh. What? Oh, go! Oh, uh... <laughs> no! What? <laughs> <laughs> Nope, gone out of here. No! <laughs> okay, so... What information do you think you gather after reading these books and passages? They children! <laughs> I mean... It said Deviant Delicacy. Okay, well, a little bit of notes of the book is... Um, the book is a disturbing memory of a chelish noble where he recounts numerous acts of, de of degeneracy across Galarian and beyond. The accounts are uh, vile and the narrator is repugnant, arrogant, and sadistic. Uh, and, and a sadi sadistic psychopath while also being incredibly funny. What what fucking facts did you think you learned from this? The rules of society apply differently where we're going to be going. Okay, so basically the main line that I want you to take in, uh, out of... Uh, like the main line I want you to really take from this is the part where he go where he says where is it where is it where is it, where is it? Oh, as we okay is the as we ate 
All of the attendees turned away. Yeah, because they didn't want to see it. Except... He goes like, for if... And then the set, and the lines that follow after that. For if it hadn't been taking place in the court of the Viscount... Again, that's how, uh, how I'm going to pronounce it as well. Uh, they would have set upon us... Uh, set upon us for our barbarity. So only in the house or in the court of the Viscount will they actually do that. But outside of the court, it, it wouldn't happen. Okay. Yeah. So that's basically what I want to try to take out of this is that as you like, it's kind of like what Don said, where things are work differently in this place. People purposely ignore certain things that happen here. And it's like, it doesn't matter how gruesome, how weird things are or how weird something takes place in here. For some reason, people choose, not by force, they choose to ignore what's the happenings in this in this court. So that's just a little bit of information for y'all, something that stands out with y'all. Okay, and so as you guys read everything, uh, you go back and examine Laos's journal. And with this, you guys gather the information needed to perform a ritual dreamland excursion to the Viscount's court, if you wish. Okay, guys. <clears throat> Alright, so I'm thinking that maybe we can go to the Viscount's um Oh god. Um Um I think we can go to the Viscount's court. I think we can get to Signet Ring and just get the fuck out because I don't want to spend a lot of time there. Yeah, um, from what I am understanding here, that might be a little difficult. Please remember, uh, the king, he said that getting any of the items is a near impossible task. Brackish, he wasn't kidding. <laughs> he didn't say all of them were. He said uh, most of them were very rare items. Very, uh... I forgot all, I forgot exactly what he said. Uh he said rare, uh elegant, and some and some are almost near impossible to get. But you have to get them. Brackish, I know you haven't known us for very long, but we've gone through some impossible things. I've died many times. Anya too has died millions of times. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, uh <laughs> hmm. Uh, we died in dreams a lot. This is not a first for us. Oh, um, I thought you were saying you were undead. Oh no! Oh God, no! I would, I would, if I was undead, I would, I would certainly find a cleric who would just get rid of me right then and there and cleanse my soul and spirit and everything. No, um, what, what I'm trying to say is that we have dealt with impossible situations, and so when I hear the word impossible, it just means it's hard. It's not impossible. The word impossible is meaningless at this point. But, I do have a request for you, Brackish. I don't want to stereotype, but I don't know how much of human customs you know. And so I know it's cool for us to eat your beard. I just want to make sure that you are on board with our culture and you do not eat children. <laughs> oh. I'm just saying... I have I'm not... never done this before. 
Don't try. We're not here to try new things in that way. I mean, I do prefer meats <laughs> overall. No, Brackish, you're not helping me. Please just avoid the eating of any meat there, unless we know for certain where it's from. Also, I don't think we need to eat in the Dreamlands. Ah, uh, but... But if it thing. is required to be polite in order to get the oh, ring... Brackish, no, please. No, no, no. Look, we already know they're bad people. If we have to go there, we can just They're not them. bad to them. Brackish? I know this is... Brackish, is, is he true neutral? Yes. I can understand <laughs> figure that one out. <laughs> you fucking centrist. Uh, sorry, I've been watching a lot of uh, YouTube. Uh, no, so here's the thing, Brackish. Um, I need you to just... Just hear me out on this. Please don't eat any children. I just need you to... Don't eat any meat at all, because it might be things that we don't know. And those things can hurt us spiritually. And maybe literally, but mostly spiritually. I just don't want that on my conscience, and I just don't want to insinuate you in that, even if it's imaginary. We're gonna foreshadow to the presence. Uh, you want my ring? Sure, eat this child. He lifts up the cover. It's a Zod's kids. <laughs> I'm only saying that because that's not gonna happen. Ah, uh, yeah, right. Uh huh. Or I'm saying the seed. Of it's going to happen, but I'm seeing it so I can say it's not going to happen. So you go in there thinking, okay, it's not going to happen, but then it is going to happen. Right, 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 right. I apologize. Uh, uh, what is what is the choice? This is the end of day 39. Uh, is it 39? I forgot. You said 39 earlier, yeah. So my suggestion is that we go now, get the objective, and get the hell out. Okay, so here's the thing. After Asad's talked to Brackish, Brackish is like, but it's a waste of already dead meat. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's the thing. Gorons, apparently their entire thought process is completely alien to uh, most other uh, humanoids. I feel that. It's just he doesn't even morality. feel joy in the same way. It's like that TV tropes thing where it, it, the morality is based on bacon and neckties. It's not based on good and evil. Yes. Brackish, please don't. Brackish please don't is orange blue morality. <laughs> Br Br Brackish, don't eat the children. Um, Brackish, I don't know how to tell you this, but like, I didn't want to get into it, but I have children, and it would pain me to, you know, it would, the connection would be there. And, but your uh, children are still alive, are they not? Yes, but here's the thing. Brackish, he doesn't know uh, that. I don't know that for one. Uh, Brackish, that's that's right. I don't know. It could be my children, and I wouldn't know Brackish, and that would make me very sad. Think of this way, Brackish. I am insane, okay? And my insanity will think that something that is something is something else. And so, if I think that you're eating children uh, that d aren't my children, I will still think they are my children. But do you think that when you eat a small fish? I think that when I eat a fish, it's every fish. Brackish, I, I didn't know if I told you this. I don't eat your body parts. But this is good for you. It, it's weird. <laughs> eat me, brother. <laughs> hey. I, I, I find it so weird because I'm eating you, but... It is what, I was what my kind were made for. Look, I understand... Like, I understand, like, what you're trying to say, and this is, it's, 
I understand what you're saying. I hope you understand what we're saying. I'm trying like, to, but it just... It is not making it, sense. <laughs> it, you have to take into consideration... I think this is... We'll explain this on the way, I guess. Uh, Brackish, gra <laughs> Brackish grabs a piece of the seaweed and starts munching on it. Are you eating yourself? And? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty normal, right? Like, people eat their fingernails and stuff. Right now I am with... Right now I am with dinner blessed. You are for dinner dressed. Oh, what the fuck? Are you using... <laughs> is Brackish using human analogies? No, he's using the straight, uh, straight up the description of orange blue morality. Oh, I was gonna say, I'm like, I've not heard that one, but it sounds like a real thing. Bacon means that you are f with dinner blessed. Necktie means that you are for dinner dressed. I like to believe that every single Christmas, Santa Claus and Krampus have this argument. <laughs> <laughs> Santa, don't eat the children. Krampus. No, 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 but no they're delicious. <laughs> Okay, now, Krampus, what I'm trying to say is you don't eat the children. Eat the children, that's what I said. No, <laughs> don't eat the children. No, don't. Eat the is children, this... got it. <laughs> is, is this why Christmas only happens once a year? Because he spends the other 364 <laughs> days arguing with Krampus? Yes. Days arguing with Krampus. And yes. So on the 65th or 66th day, he's like, finally, I convinced him. Krampus gets out on, on uh, Halloween sometimes. And then he gets home and Krampus <laughs> is just chewing on a kid. Krampus, we just talked about this. Yes, you said I eat the children. I've been missing for three weeks. You said not to eat, all, not to eat the children. I eat a children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, children, I okay, child. Since I don't want this conversation to keep going because I swear if I let a kid going, it can go another 15 minutes. Yeah, we could. Everyone's we gonna go. Could, to be honest. If yeah, the if yeah, the right. if the mo you don't even know if you're gonna eat children. This is the point I'm making. <laughs> hey, we just have fifteen minutes arguing about. We don't even know children. if children is the term for what we call children. Okay, but if that if that situation ever comes, then we'll cross that bridge. Other than that, are we traveling to the world today, or are we waiting on the fortieth day? I mean. I see no reason why not to travel on this day, right? I mean, unless you want to go specifically to a different one at the same time, which we don't, I don't think. Not not for, a, what do you call it, context. But of course we need to tell Freeling. She is totally okay. She's already told you what you need to do in order for her to do so. Uh, Anya, are you going to give anything before they leave? Well, they still have all of the stuff that Anya gave them the day before. Well, a couple of days before. Um, and none of those have actually been consumed, so they still have those. Okay, so what exactly do I have right now? Oh, shield potion, cure moderate potion, and large potion. Then you have the tattoo potions, which Anya hands back to you and is just like, Here, uh, I did cure light wounds with them. Okay. Alright, hands some to Sod and and the Brackish. Cure light wounds. Ah, quite useful. Yeah, uh, go ahead and drink them right now and turn them into potion. Into, into uh, tattoos. What kind of, did I get tattoo potions too, or? Yeah. 
Cure Light. You know what? You, you can have this one too. T take the enlarged potion as well. And it's a tattoo potion? Mm -hmm. Just once you drink it, it becomes one. Can I wear both tattoos at the same time or no? You can. It just has to be in a visible area so you can touch it. Gotcha. It's a good thing to have a skirt because then I can just put it on my So what, you're trying to say you can put it on your penis because you have a skirt you can see it? Yeah, it'd be quick access. Dangerous but effective. Also ill. <laughs> <laughs> Taking touching myself to like, a more literal term. I got one on one shoulder and one on the other. And I guess if you're naked, I guess. I mean, half naked, you could touch those and see them. I don't wear sleeves. Time to do the portal. Okay, so you perform the ritual with the proper terms needed to travel to this world. And the same thing happens like the first time you have done this, or successfully done this. Uh, portal opens up. Uh, well, you guys fall into darkness and then wake up on the deck of the boat again with what seems to be your consciousness, conscience separate from your body. The portal opens up beneath you and you walk down it. A few minutes walking down, there is a bright light at the end, a bright light doorway kind of a thing that you walk through. As each one of, as each of you walk through, all three of you are hit with a bright light, but not heat from the desert this time. You are basically bombarded with music hitting your ears before you see anything, and you hear what sounds to be like an elegant orchestra playing. It's uh, well, not really that. It's more of a like a, a quartet. Uh, playing and it's uh, more fancy classical music that's played throughout the whole ball and then you guys uh, awaken with the light coming off of y'all and you are standing in the middle of what looks to be a an enormous ballroom that does not seem to have an end when it comes to a ceiling and this is where you guys Hell yeah! Party forever for everyone, right? As you guys reawake, as you guys awaken here, you see varieties of people, different species of people, uh, wearing styles of clothes you've never seen before, of all colors. You see the walls are lined with guards or soldiers. Um, all the way up to what looks to be a, um, uh, what's the little platform or little deck where you see a strange looking man. And I'll go ahead and enlarge y'all. And this is what you see standing over there. Can you see him? Oh, I see him. Oh my God. He's eating something. I don't like no, him he's, already. He seems to be wiping something from off his mouth. And then you hear, and then he steps up to the to the end of his of this little platform he's standing on and he shouts out to everyone it's like the day is almost coming to an end the final song will be playing and i want you to enjoy it fast in this magnificent day for the final watts will be played and you see everyone in this room 
uh, all their attention is on this one guy. As you guys look around this room, like I said, it, the ceiling looks to be almost infinite in darkness. But what you do see, kind of odd, is you see strains of silk falling from the falling from the ceiling, almost like spider webs. And you hear this man as this man is greeting everyone for what's what seems to be the final time for the day. You hear him start coughing, a gross cough, like <coughs> and you see something sprout from his mouth as he quickly takes the towel and wipes it from his mouth and we'll continue this next time i am intrigued and also a little bit mortified right now guys <laughs> i am highly amused brackish is very confused 